Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to be with me. So today I will teach you a little bit, you know, of um, kind of a worship. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them that fine young man greets you. Tell them. Thank you. I'm going to read my scripture in the book of Luke, chapter number 22. Luke, chapter number 22. Verse number 19, it reads, says, He took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Another reading, we get it from 1 Corinthians chapter number 11. Chapter number 11 of 1 Corinthians from verse number 23 says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the, Lord, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you, as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. I'm going to be involving you in my preaching. So when I say hallelujah, you say amen. amen. So I don't want you to sleep. <laughs> so I want you to be with me. Right, we have read the scripture. Uh, today it's a, it's a wonderful day. And anytime you hear or you read a scripture about the communion or the Lord's Supper, it reminds us of Jesus. So, you making every day of the month, the first week of the month or the first Sunday of the month, and you say it is a communion day, it is scriptural, it is God-breathing. It's something that God wants you to do. So, before I go into my preaching, allow me to say this, because I am a sojourner in this line, I'm passing by. So I won't have time to do this, so I have to do everything in these few minutes. Please bear with me. Right, so I just want to 
pass my gratitude and my thanks to a couple of people uh, before I preach. Um, because it's my first time to be in the United States, and that's a great adventure for me, and that's a plus for my CV. <laughs> so, when I go back home, I'll tell everyone I was in the States, and everyone say, whoa, what? I said, I've been overseas. Right, so I want to just quickly, I want to say, Thank you so much to East Atwood Soccer, and I'm sure you saw one of the angels that was representing East Atwood Soccer. I work with East Atwood Soccer in Africa, and they do a great job. And I'm an eyewitness of the great, wonderful work they do. And where you have donated, where you have put your money, today I stand as a testimony of the great work. I know you have sent some people for the mission, but let me tell you, I am the man on the ground, and I know what is happening, and I know the impact that you are doing. It is a great impact. So I want to extend my, my thanks to this man by the name Doug Brown, the founder of Estatut Soka. Um, we've been friends for past nine years. And uh, he, he could not see the interest for me to come to the States. And one day he asked me, you, you don't even tell me that one day you want to be in the United States. But I knew deep in my heart it was there. But it, it happened. So I want to say thank you so much um, for that thing. That's a great work that you did for me and my beautiful wife, talent here. Um, and here's my point of connection with you all. Um, I also want to say thank you so much to the Games family, Becky and Bill. And they, did, they went out of their way to pay all thousands of dollars to get us here. It is not just a dollar to come here. When you look at the air ticket there, it's just you just think, no, I'm not going anywhere. I will die in Zimbabwe. But they made it for us. So when we go home, we don't tell people, somebody pay the ticket. We say, we pay the ticket, man. <laughs> so, thank you so much for giving us such great status. So accommodation. <laughs> All the food, everything. We, we are being carted for, and they manage our itinerary. We're just sitting as tourists. <laughs> Isn't it that wonderful? Thank you so much. Um, Games family, may God bless you. I also want to say thank you to Kim and Eric. Uh, I met this, this, two, this wonderful couple, first time when they came for the admission, and we connected, and we connected. Because we were all like, you know, God was the one uniting us. The connection was so powerful that they were just like the, the best volunteers of amongst all of the best volunteers that I'd ever had. So, and when we came here, they've been. And I know that they've been representing all of you. And they really depict the heart that you have. The love, the care. They showed that uh, the Westlake United Methodist is a wonderful church. And we see from them, they well represented you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I also want to say thank you to Merlo and Bob. They, you know, ushered us into the work of God, you know, the charity work. That was a great exposure for me. And I want to say thank you so much 
Bob and Marilou, and they took us, they were the first people to take us to the, to the restaurant where we tested our beef steak, barbecue. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Um, I also want to say thank you to Ellen Balthazar. Uh, you know, that was a great opportunity. It was in our heart to see how the schools, we work with schools, uh, East Soka works with various schools in Victoria Falls, uh, in Zimbabwe, Uganda, Zambia. So I wanted a test to feel that we could learn something. And they said it's difficult to do that, but uh, this wonderful lady made it happen. And we had an opportunity to be allowed to go to the Hill Country uh, Middle School and also Westlake, and we learned a lot there. Thank you so much for making that happen. Um, I also want to say thank you so much to Jonathan and Diana. Uh, you took us to the youth, so we got to meet the youth, and that was wonderful. And also, Jonathan, uh, he has already given me gifts. He's a wonderful guy. You know, he gave me a mic to take home so that I won't burn off when I project my voice when I'm preaching. God bless you for that. Um, um, I also want to say thank you to Leslie, the librarian. You know, when we came and her prayer team, so we came to the prayer uh, on one of the days and we were praying and she was a librarian because I work with youth. So in the library, I saw one of the beautiful books that I wanted. And she said, you can take this book, it's fine. You can take this book. And I kept asking, should I take, you mean like take it warm, Zimbabwe? And she said, take it. And she kept, she has given me three books over around that line of youth empowerment and all that. That is beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you. Um, I also want to say thank you to Pastor Tracy and James here. Um, thank you so much. I've never met Pastor Tracy before, but they just told you that there is a fine young man in Zimbabwe who can preach, probably. <laughs> And then she said, obviously, he can, he can preach. And he just put me on the schedule. And he sees me for the first time. And here am I. I'm standing here. <laughs> Isn't it that amazing? So that's a miracle. Thank you so much. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I also want to say thank you to the church at large. You guys are doing a great work. You are doing the mission that God sent the church to do. I remember the scripture on the last day, on the day of judgment. God, is, this is how you will judge people. You will not judge people all according to how much they preached on the pulpit, on how much they, 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 how many days they came to church. No. He said, I was hungry, you fed me. I was naked, you clothed me. I was in prison. And all the angels were standing there. They represented all those scriptures, piece of scripture that God will use in judgment. And the Lord said, you enter into my kingdom. So God, you are doing a license or a passport into the kingdom of God. Continue with this wonderful work. May God continue to bless you in this great work that you are doing. Can I have a good amen for that? 
Hallelujah. Let me get into my today's sermon, and I will be on point, and I want you to open your ears, open your eyes, and listen to this. I'm going to talk about the, the communion. I don't want to derail from the message of the communion. Although I had a message when I was taught and preaching, I prepared a message all the way from Zimbabwe. But when I came here, I was told it is World Communion Day. And as I was talking to Pastor Tristan, I said, I don't want to be irrelevant. I always want to be relevant. In as much I'm speaking in English. I would have spoken in Debele if I was irrelevant, right? <laughs> right. Now, so the scriptures that I read, Jesus, before he went, before he went back to his father, he calls for a supper. But I know that many days Jesus was on earth here with his disciples. They had many suppers. But why this supper that he calls and it's recorded in the Bible? You ask yourself, why Jesus? Why do you record a supper? No one of you has written about a dinner that you ate yesterday or last week. You don't record that. But Jesus calls and he says, this one must be recorded. It is called the Last Supper. And Jesus says, I shall not eat bread on this earth again. I shall not drink any, any fruit of the vine on this earth. This is my last stuff. So Jesus wanted this to become an event that shall be remembered. And when Jesus, he gives them bread and he gives them wine to his disciples. And he says, do this as often as you can. And this shall be a remembrance that you shall remember me. So the disciples, that was their point, that they needed to connect with Jesus. So let me tell you one thing. Our connection to Christ is on this day. Our connection to Christ is on the communion that we do. We remember Christ. So Christ is a spirit. And whenever we sit down, he said, where two or three gather in my name, I am there amongst them. Because he said that. So today we are here. We are with Christ. So Christ is here. As we partake of the Holy Com of the Communion, we know that Christ is sitting with us again. We remember Him. We remember Jesus. We're saying, Jesus, give us the bread again. We're saying, Jesus, give us the wine again. So it is our connection. It is our remembrance. We remember Him. We bring Him again. We bring Him back. We say, Jesus, have another fellowship with us on this table again. You are calling Jesus. We are saying, Jesus. So as you partake of it, do not look at it as bread. Do not look at it just as any kind of bread that you know. But look at it as the body of Christ. When Jesus broke it and he made an allegory and he said to them, this is my body, and he gave it to them. And he said to the, to the wine, this is my blood. And they, to tell you the truth, Jesus never cut himself and put blood on the day when he was there. It was the wine the same way we are going to partake. I want you to put it in your mind that the same thing that Jesus did, this is what we are doing. And Jesus said we should do it as often as we can. 
Meaning that as often as we do it, the more we get connected with Christ. The more we see Jesus, the more we are with Jesus as his disciples. The more we follow him even closely because we are saying, Jesus, we are sitting at the table with you and we are partaking of this bread. And I like the theme on how the, the, the Methodist church, you have, you have structured it. It is a table where you call everyone. It's a table where we remember everyone. Remembering everyone. On the table, when you look at the disciples of Jesus, they will say, Simon, who was so and so? And they will tell you, Simon, the zealot. Those were people from different tribes and from lines of races that were with Jesus on the table. And then he mentioned them, this one of this kind, this one of this kind, including Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. He he also partook of the bread and also of the wine. That means he is calling everyone. So the Holy Communion simply means we are calling everyone to come to the table. It doesn't matter whether you are Ndebele, it doesn't matter whether you are Zulu, whether you are a Texas, you are Scottish, you are whichever way. Jesus is calling you at the table. He's saying, sit around, partake of my blood and partake of my body. Because once we have his body, once we have his blood, we have the DNA of Jesus Christ. And having a DNA of Jesus Christ makes us to be one family. This is why Jesus was calling us. He was creating a family. So it was a point of creating a family. This is why Jesus, he makes it a remarkable event to say this is and even this is a supper that's going to be different that you shall do as often as you can. So when you see other people, wherever they are, I want you to have this in mind that Jesus has called us at the table. Everyone. You see those that have done wrong that are not here in church. You don't look at them as devils. He says, no, this is why he breaks bread. And they say, even the one that's going to betray me, I am giving him the bread right now. He was also there sitting with them. So as we see the people who are not in church, those who are not, it is our duty to break bread and invite them to the Holy Communion and invite them to the family that we are called to be part of. So it is a covenant that we have done with Christ. To say we will eat of your blood, we will, we will drink of your blood, we will eat of your flesh. So it was not just a meal, it was a covenant. A covenant is an agreement where two people come together and make vows. And usually the strongest covenant has got blood in it. So this is the strongest covenant. It is not just a meal, but it is a covenant is a covenantal meal where we are saying of your blood we shall drink, of your flesh we shall eat, and that we may become one. And he says, as often as you can, as many times as you can, you shall do this. So it can be done every day. It can be done every time. As long as you are grounded on the meaning the mistake of many people, which Apostle Paul, in the same book of 1 Corinthians, when you read the top scriptures, he was telling them that you have, you have actually made it a wrong way of doing it. 
you now come and eat and show off. And he actually spoke in a strong word. And he said, don't you have houses where you can eat? So as you come to eat, partake of this communion, you should take it and make it a covenantal meal, a different meal. It is not your breakfast. It's not your lunch. It is not just a supper that you will eat for you to be filled. But it is something that you are saying, Christ, I am connecting to you. Christ, I am coming closer to you. So from today, I challenge you on as you partake of the communion. Let it be in your heart, in your mind, that Lord Jesus, today I am with you on this table. Lord Jesus, I see you on the Last Supper, and I am with you sitting. I see you give me the bread. I see you give me the wine, and I am partaking of your blood, and I'm partaking of your body. Put it in your soul. Put it in your heart. Let it minister to you as an individual. Do not take it as an event of the church where you just walk up front and you just come and say, today we are eating the bread. And I do not know what test of a juice will it be. But I take it and I say, I am connecting with God. I am connecting with the Son of, the, of, of God. I am sitting, I am a disciple of Jesus. Jesus, today, I am joining you in the supper that you gave to your disciples. I am also part of your disciples. I am joining up to become part of this big family that you have called me unto. And you need to do it as an individual. You need to come carrying your soul, come carrying your heart, and say, I am coming to do this on my own. And Jesus and God, I am bringing myself to you, God. I am not coming because I see Senior Pastor Tress standing there and she will give me and she will be smiling. No, 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 no. You are coming to Jesus because he said, where two or three are gathered, I shall be there. We are here today and he is here. And as we partake of the bread and drink of the cup, we have the same mind as on the Last Supper, on what it happened. I'm challenging you to have that in your heart and see your connection with God. And you will see how you will get connected to God. And you will see how you will feel satisfied with the, with the, with the bread and the wine. It will carry a meaning to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you.